Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. We are grateful unto you that you don't need any man to be God. You are God all by yourself. Lord, you hold the times and seasons in your hands. You can do whatever smells good and right in your sight. Lord, speak. We are ready to hear. I pray that's Nobody will live here the same way they came. Thank you that somebody will live here today with a transformed life and a transformed mind. We give you praise. Jesus' name. And somebody say amen. amen. Give him a round of applause and take your seat. Matthew chapter 6, verse number 33. Um, I want to read it. First from the Passion Translation. Alright, it says that, so above all, so above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom. Chase after the realm of God's kingdom. And the righteousness that proceeds from him. Then... All these less important things will be given to you abundantly. Like that. Don't you like that? Wow. It says, so above all, constantly chase after the realms of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. This morning, I'm sharing with you what I titled, First Things First. Somebody say, First Things First. Can you say it louder? Say, First Things First. One more time. Can you say it louder? First Things First. Amen. Life is governed by principles. Amen. Life is governed by what? Principles. Life is not governed by how you feel. Life is not governed by how you think. Life is governed by principles. Whether you know it or not, you will pay the consequences of the principles that governs life. Principles are like the foundations that we build on. If a building does not have solid foundation, it can't stand. So, if you want to go higher, you need a deeper foundation or a stronger foundation. The beauty of every building is foundation, even though you don't see it. But that is the beauty of the building. Now, the Bible said, King James will say, seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Then every other thing. Not second. Seek first. So 
There is a principle of first things. Amen. There is a principle of first things. You can't put God first and be last. You can never put God first and be last. I pray for somebody today. That as you put God first, you become first. We are just beginning this thing. Everything first belongs to God. Everything. Everything first. God is interested in it. Amen. So, there are so many of us that are struggling because we want to relate with God the way we feel. You don't relate with God the way you feel. You don't serve God the way you feel. You serve God by his principles. Now, whether you know it or not, when you climb up and you jump, you will break your leg. Because there is a principle. So, whether you know the principle or not, you will pay for it. Because by the time you jump and you land and your leg breaks, you will know that you were not supposed to jump. Amen. So, there are principles that governs everything. When you do science, there are principles. There are things you learn. And if you mix some of the chemicals that you don't know, you drink them, you are in trouble. But yesterday I was watching TV and all these uh, herbal doctors were making adverts and everything they have solves every problem. <laughs> and I heard the lady saying that even if your business is not doing well, when you come, I said, oh, herbal is some best now that can help our businesses. <laughs> Somebody say, God will help us. All right, so the Bible says that when you seek God first, every other thing you are looking for will be added. And I like the way the Passion Translation put it. He said, when you chase after God, you chase as the deer pants after the water brooks. So my heart pants after God. I was telling him, I said, one of the things that attracted your pastor to me is the way he loves God. His passion for God. His heart for God. And that is how God wants us to relate with him this year. Your heart must go after God. I tell people I don't serve God for anybody. I don't look at anybody to serve God. Because everybody serves God for himself. There is a day when we'll stand before God and everybody will answer his father's name. So I don't look at anybody to serve God. I serve God for myself. My wife will answer for herself. I will answer for myself. Because that day is coming. So nobody should drag you down. Nobody should be the reason you are going to hell. Seek first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first, not second. First. So, there is a principle called first fruit. First fruit is not an offering. It's a principle. It's the principle of first things. Let me show you from Exodus. Exodus. 
Exodus chapter 13. I'll read from verse 1 and 2, and then I'll read 11 and 12. I'll show you some few things. He said, And the Lord said unto Moses, saying, Sanctify. The word sanctify means set aside. Keep this one for me. He says, Set aside unto me all. Somebody say all. All, all the firstborn. All of the firstborn. Then the next line he said, Whatsoever openeth the womb. Whatever opens the womb. The womb can mean many things. This year has been opened. And the womb that opened it is January. So, everything. First he said, all the firstborns are mine. Set them aside for me. Then he said, everything that opens the womb. Did you see that? Everything that opened the womb. Among the children of Israel, both man and beast, they are mine. They are mine. So, when you fight with somebody that has his thing, you are in trouble. God is saying they are mine. So, January opened the womb. So, January belongs to God. That's why we fast. That's why we pray. That's why we see God's face. Because there is another day that says that the way you lay your bed, that's how you lie on the bed. So, the way the year will be for you determines how you begin the year. And God is saying, the womb, the womb that opened it is January. Let's read verse 11. Verse 11. Give me verse 11. He said, and it shall come to pass when the Lord will bring you into the land. Now hear this. As I drive through town, I see a lot of big billboards with pastors 31st night. Hear me. No pastor brought you into this year. No pastor. No pastor brought you. They can lead you into it, but they are not the reason you came into this. It is the Lord. He said, the Lord, when the Lord has brought you, not when any pastor. So, any pastor that claims that he brought you, he lied. Because as much as you need God, that's how the pastor too needed God. So, it was God that brought you and the pastor. So, God is saying that when you enter the land, as I swore unto thee and your fathers, that I will give it to you. So nobody. Now look at verse 12. Verse 12 said, That thou shalt set. So as we enter the year, God expects us to set aside everything that openeth the year. And every first thing that cometh out of the beast which thou hast. The male shall be what? The Lord's. First thing. So, dedicate this month for God. Spend time to pray and to fast. Then the year will be good for you. I pray for somebody, this year will be good for you. This year will be good for you. Can I say this to you? I know your pastor prophesies. But hear me. It doesn't matter who prophesies on you. If you don't do anything about the prophecy, nothing happens. 
every prophecy needs to be walked. The Bible said, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. The same way you walk your, your salvation is the same way you walk prophecies. They can pour oil, gallon on your head. Lay hand and lay leg. Nothing will happen. Because you have a responsibility to make it happen. You have a responsibility to make things happen. So the prophecies come, but you war. You need to war to make the prophecy come to pass. That's why you must dedicate that year. That month to God. Because that is the month that opened it. That's the principle. Principle of first things. Everything God wants to do, he sends a man to you. First Kings 17. You read from verse 10. I saw a widow who was about to die with her son because there was no rain in Israel. And the widow was at the gate to gather firewood. And the Bible says that God sent the prophet. The prophet met her at the gate from verse 10. First Kings Chapter 10 from verse 10. And she was going to fetch firewood. And then she said to the, the man of God said to her, Go and give me water. It was so easy to, to, I mean, difficult to give water. So she was telling the man, said, Come back. Make for me cake. She used, the man used the word. He said, I pray, go and make for me first. The woman, remember, she was going to eat her last meal and die. But the man of God said, Go and make for me first. She didn't argue. Can I say this to you? You don't argue with your prophets. You don't argue with your prophets. Go and make for me first. She didn't have any other food anywhere. But she said, yes, sir. Because God wanted to save that woman and her son, God demanded first. So every time God makes a demand, he has a plan in mind. He has something better for you. That's why the Bible says that when you follow after God and his righteousness, then the less important things will be given to you abundantly. Not somehow. Now hear me. We do first fruit in our church. Every first Sunday of the year is our first fruit Sunday. So everything you gather Offering, tithes, everything. You send it to the headquarters. Then the following week is a pastor's seminar. And I have over 20 pastors to take care of before they go to pastor's seminar. But because I have understanding of first things and the principle that governs it. Now, can I talk to somebody? It's not your struggle that blesses you. You don't prosper by struggling. When God endorses what you are doing, it works like magic. When God gives you visibility, what you have, people look for it. You can be anointed and frustrated. You can be gifted and be frustrated. What makes the difference is the visibility. When God has endorsed you, and God endorses when you follow the principles of first things. So, I told my accountants, don't touch anything. Take everything to Benin. And I tell my pastors, we are going to Benin. How? I don't know. But as soon as the thing left our accounts, I have people in church that are wonderful. They work in oil companies. 
They pay them what they call upfront. When they pay them upfront, you don't see it. They don't pay tight. The only thing that will make you know that they have received money, they've changed their cars. They bring the car for dedication. <laughs> you know they have received good money. But that first year that we did that thing, somebody collected up front and paid tight six million. Six million. If I didn't do that, he would hold the tight. First things makes God bless you more. Because God said they are my own. So if you don't struggle with God that created the whole world, that has everything you need, then he can take care of you. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Come on, am I talking to somebody? This month, make up your mind that you will serve God well. I have made up my mind. You see, I was telling somebody in church that we sing this song. I'll put you in front, front of my melody. You are all that matters. Sometimes you know we lie. We like the song. But when it comes to reality, God never matters to us. There are people in church that don't pay tight. When it comes to money, God does not matter. Money matters. So they won't pay tight. But when they come to church, you are all damn liars. You will put him in front. You are all that matters. But when we're locked down, that was when this song became real to me. Because we were in the house not going anywhere. And for like almost two months, I was wearing only short knicker. One day I asked my wife, I said, where are all your caps? <laughs> Nobody remember cap. Nobody remember shoe. It didn't mean anything. We're struggling for life. So nothing matters. Hear me. Life is more important than things. If you can't serve God with what you have, God can't give you what he has. If what matters to God matters to you, then your matter becomes God's matter. Somebody say, I hear you. I, I didn't hear you. Hear you. One more time. Are you sure you are hearing me? Yes. Look at Ezekiel 44, verse 30. And the first, he said, and the first, and the first of all first fruits, and of all things, and every oblation of all, of all. And when God is talking, he say all. And when God say all, he means all. Of every sort, and of your oblation, shall be the priest. And you shall also give unto the priest first of your due, that he may cause. Did you see it? Yes. Now let me let me digress a little. I've been doing a series of teaching recently 
on the generation that does not honor fathers. Generations that don't honor fathers. That's why we don't do well. That's why we are not blessed. That's why we don't live long. Two things happens to you when you honor your fathers. You live long, you do well. You don't struggle in life. Now, you saw that scripture. He said, when you do that to your priest, he pronounces blessings upon you. People have asked me, how do I do the things I do? Pastor has not been to worry for long. When you come to worry, you will see what we have done. And the things we have bought, we have bought almost the, the whole street, almost the houses. And people ask me, how do you do them? I don't know. Can I show you what I do? Don't tell your pastor I told you. <laughs> Pastors, hear me. Every year, plan to honor him. Plan it. Don't let him know. I plan every year. I bring my archbishop to church, not to preach, but to honor her. So when she comes, I gather the whole church. The whole churches I control, we are about 8,000. I bring all of them together on a Sunday, and I encourage everybody to bring gifts. Plus, the gifts, when she's going, we use coaster bus to carry gifts to follow her. Fridge, air condition, whatever. Name them. Then I give her a good offering. I won't tell you the good offering. When she prays for us, we don't struggle. You can't struggle when you have your father's blessing on your head. So when Isaac told Esau that he wants to bless him before he dies, and the mother was struggling for Jacob to take the blessing, then you know that something matters when the blessing is involved. The blessing became a contention and very important to Rebekah. That when I, uh, Jacob said, my father knows Esau. So I may not get the blessing. He will curse me. Rebecca said, let the curse be on me. For the mother to carry the curse for his son to be blessed, it means that she understood the blessing, the power of the blessing. If you have will, I have blessing, I will run faster than you. When your father gives you will, you can sell everything in the will, but nobody can sell the blessing. So he said, bring it. When you do that, your father pronounced blessing. He said, your house will be blessed. So every year, keep us house. Don't let your father know. Don't tell him I told you. Plan to honor, I know him. He's a simple man. He's not bothered though. Because he's not hungry. Huh? Believe in your God, you are established. Believe in your prophet, you prosper. You don't prosper when you believe in God. Though. You prosper when you believe in his prophet. When your prophet makes a pronouncement, you run. You don't walk, you run. Many people ask, how do you do it? I don't know. Man of God, we have bought houses, we have bought lands. But I'm buying two now. When somebody is selling house in Wadi, Jack Parrow, they look for me first. Somebody was saying, he said, no, we don't have money. He said, which money? 
that your bishop that is buying everywhere in this way, you should have body. We don't struggle to do anything. I pray for somebody. As you honor your father, you won't struggle to do anything this year. If your amen is louder than your neighbor, you will not struggle to do anything. Honor your father. Honor your mother. It will be well. That well means you will do well. Take care of your father. All right, first fruit. What is first fruit? Everybody, ask your neighbor, what is first fruit? First fruit is anything first that enters your hand. The first profit you make for the year, first profit you make for the year is your first fruit. The first salary you receive for the year is your first fruit. The first profit, I didn't say your capital. The first profit you make for the year is your first fruit. The first salary you receive for the year is your first fruit. When you are promoted, the increment on the salary you used to receive is your first fruit. Now somebody asked me, he said, you know, January will pay rent. January will pay school fees. You know what I told him? Don't budget with your January salary because it's not your own. When you are aware that this is not your own, why will you plan with what is not your own? When people are marrying, I tell them, I said, don't plan based on somebody's promise. You don't have it in your hand. Anything can happen, the person will disappoint you. If somebody promised you, I'll buy you a suit, and you plan without suit, the wedding day, the man didn't come, you will have heart attack. <laughs> plan with what is in your hand. So, when you know that January salary is not your own, you start planning from February, I mean from October, how you will pay salary. Whatever you value, you plan for it. So, you know that I have to pay school fees, I have to pay some of us, you know what most of us do? You spend everything you have on Christmas. One day. One day celebration. You finish all your money. I used to be in a city called Abba. They are traders. They will make profit for the year. Save it for December. They will go and finish all of them. January, they are looking for money to borrow for trade. Stupidity. If you fail to plan, you are planned to fail. Plan. So you know January is not your own. Plan for your children. I tell people, when I pay rent... Maybe January I pay rent. I know I'll pay rent again January. I don't wait for January. I start planning from February how to pay the next rent. That's how it's supposed to be. You won't struggle to do anything. If you plan well, you know that January belongs to God. Can I show you a scripture? Romans eleven sixteen. It says that when the first is sanctified, it affects the rest. The first determines what happens to the rest. So when you take care of the first well, the rest will be taken care of. The rest is taken care of. You don't struggle to do anything. He said, for if the first fruit be holy, the lump, the rest will also be holy. So the first determines what happens to the rest. The rest. What happens to the rest is determined by the way you do the first one. 
I pray for somebody. This year you won't struggle. I didn't hear your amen. amen. This year you will not struggle. Amen. I pray for somebody. This year you will not struggle. Amen. Don't find it difficult to give God what belongs to him. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. He said, honor me. Honor the Lord with what? Your substance. Your substance is your offering. Your substance is your money. That's not your first fruit. Then he said, with. So you are honoring God when you give your offering, when you pay your tithe. Then he said, with your first fruit of what? All, not some. All. Somebody say all. all. I didn't hear you say it loud. I say all. 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 So you don't shortchange God. Say, I want to be fast. Pastor doesn't know how much I receive. <laughs> I will share it. Remember, Ananias Go and ask them, they will tell you. <laughs> Pastor may not see, but God sees. Then look at verse 10. Verse 10, he said, When you do that, so shall your bands, so shall your bands be what? Filled with what? Plenty. And your presses shall burst out with what? New wine. You can't suffer. Look, I stand as an evidence that when you do what is right, you don't suffer. I was telling him, I said, I was in my house, but I came to church, and somebody surprised me with a Range Rover. When I entered, I was looking for gear. I didn't see gear. I, was, I said, this car don't get gear. I was behaving like a villager. I put my hand on the ignition. I didn't remove my hand, though. They said, no, be so. This is soft touch. <laughs> Me, I just put my hand. I was They said, no, be so. <laughs> by fire, by force. <laughs> so I touched it. This came out. The gear came out. I said, huh? <laughs> oh, Yibo. <laughs> when the gear came up, the seats rose up. I've been wondering. But you see, this God is too much. You can't beat him. You can't beat him. You can't beat him. You can't beat God. Because when it comes to God, I don't compromise. I give God my best. God is saying, when you honor me, then I will also honor you. I will make sure that you have more than enough. I was telling, I was talking somewhere in the morning yesterday and I was telling them, I said, by the grace of God, God has helped me. He has marvelously helped me. That sometimes I can't tell why. Why God is doing what he's doing. I was traveling to France and I bought economy ticket and I got to the last check counter before I entered the plane. They said, Mr. Fiano, we have upgraded you to business class. I said, me? <laughs> I thought they were calling somebody else. So they led me to business class. I sat down and I crossed my leg. <laughs> there are things God does. Even your grammar will change. When I sat down, I asked, it is me be this. 
it is BBD. <laughs> when the Lord turned again our captivity, he said, We're like them that were dreaming. It is maybe this. God is too good. This year, make up your mind. You will serve him well. Don't hold anything from God. Don't. If God wants you to serve him with his first fruit, I told my church, I said, God told Egypt, Egyptians, Pharaoh and his co, allow my children to go and serve me. His children were the firstborns. So allow them to go and serve me. Pharaoh said no. God said, you know what I will do? I will kill your firstborn too. So every time you deny God the opportunity of your first fruit going to serve God, you endanger your business, everything around you. Because he doesn't have security. Because that is supposed to be the foundation that guarantees how your year will look like. But you don't have a foundation. And the Bible said, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11 verse 3. The righteous can't do anything. Because he, he failed to honor God by allowing the first fruits to go and serve God. Give it to God, you won't die. I've done it for many years, I didn't die. In fact, I was taught first fruit by an unbeliever. An unbeliever. I just finished from school, from Akrapoli, and I got a job in Datus as a teacher. And my auntie, who is not a Christian, she's not born again. She don't know God. She called me, he said, your first salary, go and give it to your father. Go and give it to who? He said, your father. My father didn't pay my school fees. So. He didn't know how I went to school. He didn't know how I got a job. I refused. I said, I won't give him. He's not going to shop my money. I'll go give him. I refused. But I didn't eat the money. It was not too long I got saved. So it became easier to give it to him. And when I gave the money to my father, he's also not a Christian. He put his hand on my head. He don't know God, though. But he said he would do more than I've done. My father prayed that prayer for me. He said, you will do more than I have done. Then he said, you will be better than all your siblings. I'm not the senior. But my father said, you will be better. In fact, he forgot all the evils I've done when he saw money. <laughs> because I was a bad boy. <laughs> but when my father saw money, he forgot all the bad things I've done. <laughs> he said, you will be better than all your siblings. Wow. And today is true. I have done what my father has not done. I pray for somebody. This year, you will not struggle to do anything. Your life will be ten times better than what it is now. If you say amen, I see it happen to you. Let me give you two scriptures and then we'll close. So second service. We'll eat into second service. Am I talking to somebody this morning? All right. Let's read Nehemiah chapter 10. I'll read it from New Living Translation first. I like New Living Translation. I like the Passion Translation. Now it says, and to bring the first fruit 
of our ground and the first fruit of all. Somebody say all. All, all of the fruit of all trees. Year verse, verse 35. Nehemiah chapter 10 verse 35. He said bring them year by year. Bring them when? Year, year by year. So first fruit is a yearly thing. It's not a week. It's not something you do when you like every year. God demands that, look, bring your first fruit to me year by year. Bible does not lie. Oh. Let me show you one more. That one he says you should not delay it. Oh. Yes, <laughs> this <is> God. <laughs> Bible is complete. <laughs> Somebody say, don't delay it. Shake your neighbor. Say, neighbor, don't delay it. One more time. Say, neighbor, don't delay it. Bring it quick. All right. Exodus 22, 29. Exodus chapter 22, verse 29. It said, thou shalt not delay. Is that in your Bible? Thou shalt not delay to offer the first of your ripe fruit and of your liquor. The firstborn of your sons shall thou give unto me. So you won't delay your ripe fruits, your salary that is due, that they pay you. The profit you made, don't delay it. Bring it to me. Don't delay it. Bring it where? When it's ready, don't wait for when church is collecting first fruit. Bring your own. Money has a spirit. If you delay it, anything can happen. And delay is dangerous. So if it's ready, bring it. Bring it. Let me close one more scriptures. Genesis chapter 4. There are two sons that Adam had, Cain and Abel. They all came to church. And the Bible says they came to offer. When they offered, one offered, when we were in Sunday school, they told us that Cain came with rotten tomatoes. <laughs> we believed it. Too. They tell you that. <laughs> so the school class. That's what they told us in children's class. He brought rotten tomatoes. And his brother also brought, he said, brought uh, blood. It was not so. When you read the Bible, it says he brought the firstlings. Firstlings. And the fact. He didn't... He didn't wait for somebody to... I'm sure his father preached to them about first fruit. So when it was time to offer, he didn't just go and bring anything. He went and brought the firstlings. That's the first fruit. And God had respect. So every time you honor God, God honors you. It's not a man to lie. It's not the son of man that he will change his mind. He said, will I say it and not make it good? His word will not return to him void. When God says it, God meant it. God does not joke with words. Whatever God says, God meant it. Whatever God wants you to give to him, please give it to him. Don't withhold anything from God. Because what is in God's hand is bigger than what is in your hand. I have tasted God. And I can tell that God is not a man that he will lie. Men can lie to you. But what makes men lie is not in God. So even if God wants to lie to you and he open his mouth, truth will come out. Because by two immutable things, 
God cannot. He can't. God can't lie to you. There is nothing he can do for you. Somebody say amen. amen. I didn't hear you. Somebody say amen. amen. So this year, make up your mind. You will serve God well with anything and everything. Stand to your feet. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.